Hey, Neo. 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And it's the day after Thanksgiving. You know what that means? Oh, it's like we're not recording that. We're not that, yeah, it is. No, we're recording the day before Thanksgiving. We're releasing yeah, the day yeah, yeah. after Thanksgiving, which means what you've all watched mean? The Irishman, what, eight times? Can you even watch it eight times? So Green how many head. hours has it been since I the day it came it. out? Divided by four? It hasn't been out long enough for me to have watched it, really. But it <laughs> has been out long enough for you to make a meme out of the six words that Anna Paquin says mixed with the Wendy Williams this, clip. God, this feels like Spawn. I have to say it's not because this is just the most ridiculous thing in the world. Listen to this. We got Anna Paquin's six lines. This isn't Spawn because we're not encouraging you to watch The Irishman. We're encouraging no, you to see the six long. words that Anna Paquin says. Here they are. Here they come. Why? Why? Why haven't you called Joe? Why? Why? Why, why haven't why you haven't called you Joe? Called oh, it's seven Jeff. words. Daily Mail got it wrong. That's seven words. It's why? three whys. Why? Why haven't you called Jeff? Why? Why? Why haven't you called Joe? Wait, him Joe? Him Joe, not Jeff. Why, why haven't, haven't you, you called, called Joe? Him Joe. No, him? It's not him. Why haven't you called him Joe? Why haven't you called Joe? The <laughs> whole movie, she's like, Jeff. how dare you not call this person by his nickname? Why didn't you call Jeff? Joe. <laughs> why? Why? Why I'm not didn't sure you call which Joe? character is Joe. I'm not sure if that's young Robert De Niro, Joe old Pesci. Robert De Niro, young Joe Pesci, old Joe Pesci. Who else is in this? Al Pacino? Old Al Pacino, young Al Pacino, Camilla Maroney. I don't know. Is Camilla Maroney in this? I don't think so, but she Did should Al be. Did Al Pacino scam her into this movie? I mean, this is the one movie she hasn't scammed her way into in this series. Buddy, you gotta put my daughter-in-law... I don't even know what she is. My stepdaughter in this movie. She's a great actress. Ah. She dated Leo. Your Pacino is literally like one of your better impressions. Wait, I actually think that's my worst ever impression. No, it's actually good. No, it was good, though. It was good. But it was a specific... Did you see that Al Pacino quote where he was like, I'm in movie. I, I like being in bad movies because I make them mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> also, Isn't if you don't amazing? think he calls her like Camila Maroni, like he calls her by like the most old, like authentic Italian Camilla. way that he can musk. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder when I'll watch The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I watched last night? Yeah. The Good Liar. What's that again? The one where Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen like, a cat and mouse game but they're old or who's the good liar well that's the whole question Lindsay. <laughs> he is but is there Wait, a better is it liar? good do you and i watched last night Speaking you know of- what it was i watched it for free i wouldn't have paid for it but it was it was it was great if when you if you can watch it for free somewhere if it's on a plane if it's I won't a, be. on a screen i won't be i it. won't be i won't be i watched Fitching. um last night i also watched for free um with my mom judy <laughs> wait you watched it <laughs> Yeah, I watched Judy with my mom. She wanted to watch Judy. I didn't. You didn't tell me you actually watched it. You just said she. Your mom want. I like that you call your mom Allison. You were like Allison wants to watch Judy. <laughs> did Allison like it? You know, she did. It ended, and we both were like, "That was sad." But we knew, you know, like how we knew it was going to be. Of course, sad. it was sad. Um, it was just turns on very... Philadelphia. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> the problem with like doing an impression of Judy Garland is like. Her impression, like doing an accurate impression of her comes off like an insane impression because she really did have like an insane kind of like the way that she spoke was crazy. So that's the same thing that happened to Jackie. That was the the curse of Natalie Portman and Jackie because everyone was like, you're doing a crazy thing. And everyone was like, that's how Jackie sounded. So I think so. Renee 
uh, Renee Zellweger is doing like an amazing, yep, or whatever. I almost called her Renee Witherspoon. Like, I don't even know what I was doing. (laughs) Renee Zellweger, she has an incredible, she's like doing an incredible job, but it's almost like watching somebody, a drag queen, because you're like, (sighs) this is like so over the top, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. that it can't be real, but it is very much real. How's the, the little girl who plays young Liza? Well, so no, it's not young Liza. It's like teenage Liza. And she had two younger kids than Liza. Oh. So she goes to like a party that's like, and she meets like her next husband. And it's like Liza's party who's like older or something like that. And then she has two younger kids. Like the when she married that guy Luft or something, I forget his last name. Lorna Luft oh. is her daughter. And she has another oh, son right. with this guy. I really know nothing about Judy Garland. So that's fine. It's really sad and it doesn't, it gives, it, it does that weird thing where it flashes back to her being a kid and it's like she Ugh. can't sleep because her mom gave her so many downers and uppers that like it just fucked up her like cycle for life. So she just like is a mess because she can't I sleep. That. She's just like driven crazy by insomnia. Anyways, I yikes. can't deal with that. But yeah, you know what I will yeah, say about yeah, Judy Garland? Yeah. What will you say? She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. She's actually not the moment. <laughs> Right. Okay. Then I'm talking about Anna Paquin in The Irishman. Here's what okay, I have to say about Anna Paquin in The Irishman. Moment. <laughs> she's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend, and she is she the moment. She is the moment. <laughs> she's got a point. Is the fun? I mean, the first time I saw this clip, it was with Baby Yoda, which we'll get into later. Don't worry. But calling Baby Yoda someone who's got a point is an icon, a legend, and is the moment is the most accurate summation of Baby Yoda I've ever heard. Having said that, it's time to do comments. You are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we accept your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. We're going to begin with some commentary. We love to begin with commentary. Let's start with this. I am hanging out in my yard with my cat, which we do, and he just went and peed in some leaves, which he also does, and it only took seven seconds. So, Bobby, you're a liar. Crunch, crunch. Uh, Bobby, you're a liar. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> uh, listen, caller, crunch, crunch. I'm on nationalgeographic.org and reading a, a, a story that says, the new law of urination, colon, mammals take 20 seconds to pee. Call it the other golden rule. Scientists have found that, that all mammals weigh more than 2.2 pounds. And you were wrong. <laughs> listen, listen. It's when it's a full bladder. Your cat obviously didn't have a full bladder caller because national geographic heard of them says that even a dog takes 24 seconds a bison 20 seconds an african elephant this graphic is disgusting it uses milk jugs to show the size of a bladder so a dog has like a third of a milk jug and a bison has like six milk jugs and an african elephant has one two three four five six seven eight one two three four five forty two milk jugs Jeez. <laughs> just telling you your cat didn't have to empty his full bladder your cat was emptying seven seconds of a bladder okay caller that was a third of a bladder i just i just can't believe you think you can get away with lying to our I'm our audience lying. like this just lying about this the smallest things the that they catch that i forget immediately i don't even remember that you said this information honestly i forgot too i thought i deleted it actually <laughs> i thought i cut it out <laughs> don't question national geographic caller okay next call Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I'm calling based on your uh, question about divorce. I'm a divorce attorney, um, and the irreconcilable differences 
is a result of a move to no-fault divorce. So it used to be that you couldn't just get a divorce if you had irreconcilable differences. You had to have some reason, like infidelity or fraud or something like that. Um, but as states moved to no-fault divorce, they came up with this phrase, irreconcilable differences, which is basically, we don't want to be married anymore. Um, but what's interesting is that in New York, it was like one of the last states to move to no-fault divorce. And for a while, they had both options. But before that, you could only divorce if there was some issue that you could prove. And so people would fake um, the infidelity. So they would um, hire a um, private investigator to, quote, unquote, catch them um, in an uh, infidelity relationship. So the husband and wife would, like, decide who was going to fake cheat on them. And then they would hire a private eye to, like, catch them cheating so that they could get a divorce. And sometimes judges wouldn't believe it. They would be like, no, this is fake. You have to stay married. So um, that is infidelity. But infidelity is no longer a, quote, unquote, reason for divorce um, in the law. And in fault divorces, it used to be that you would get extra money or you would get extra stuff if there was infidelity. But now that's not the case. It's no fault uh, all across the board. So just thought that might be useful. And then, Bobby, fraud can be a reason for divorce, um, but it's more likely a reason for annulment. So something like um, they tricked you into getting married, and so you want an annulment now um, based on fraud. So I think that's pretty unlikely, but what do I know? Uh, anyways, hope that's helpful. Uh, crunch, crunch, women don't belong in balloons. Bye. I bet I could, like, start a law school just from our calls. You know, start a law school like a law school for dummies like a little you know a non-accredited law school just from our calls well, and all you could do is help celebrities get divorces <laughs> that's okay. all you could do you joke but kim kardashian is literally getting her law degree in california she doesn't have to go to law school she's just oh, yeah. taking the bar did you like that's one of there are that's the california rule yeah there are plenty of states i mean i think there are a few states where you can do that you don't have to even go to law school for dummies you can just study these things you can listen to all the calls that we got about divorce lawyers and all that stuff mm -hmm. and you can take the bar and i'm sure you'd pass you know i'm sure you would pass isn't at this the california point. bar the hardest one like notoriously it should be if you don't have to go to law school yeah <laughs> um i said that to my dad i told my dad this fact and he was like there are too many lawyers that's what he said too many lawyers <laughs> Hey, you guys, it's Olivia. Um, I had to sign the podcast because you're talking about Justin Timberlake, but then you brought up um, the trouble with the curb. And pretty funny story, long story short, I went on a date um, with this guy, and he's like, we, like, went to eat, like, right near his house, and I parked at his house. He's like, why don't you come in? We can watch a movie. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cute, whatever. Like, I'm thinking this dude's hot. And he's like, yeah, why don't we watch a movie? Um... The trouble with the curve. He's like, yeah, I'm in it, and I'm like, what the, f what the fuck? Anyway, his name is Jay Galloway, or is it Jay Galloway? No, Jay Galloway. And he's um, he's like the surprise twist at the end. The bait. I actually never watched it because I was like, dude, I have to get out of here now that you said that. Um, he's like, just wanting to watch your own movie on a date is just so fucking cringy. Um, but he was like a or like early 20s when he filmed it. Anyway, that's the story. Good Thorn, Bell, Thorn, Crunch, Crunch. Bye. I mean, it's wild to suggest Trouble with the Curve on a first date, whoever you are. <laughs> but yes, especially if you are 
the featured, basically the featured extra in but like, Trouble with the it, Curve. You have like no. One line. Can I disagree with that? It's bad. It, it, no, it's a pro- to suggest to watch Trouble on the, with the Curve on the first date is bad on any level. Even if you're in it, even if you're even if you're affiliated with it in the smallest way, even if you're from the town, even if it's based on your life, it's a, it's not a good idea. It's not good. No. He appeared in uh, Trouble with the Curve. He appeared in a movie called Embattled as suited appeared. reporter. He appeared, appeared in the checklist. As someone named Livingston. It's just a short film. So are these the next films that he... These are also films that he makes his first dates watch? You're saying yeah, this is his list of films? He's an icon. He's a legend. And he is the moment. He thought he <laughs> was the moment, but he's not. How often are you going to be saying that this episode? Just the entire I'm gonna, episode. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Um, I'm going to stop. Uh, this guy, who did he play? I think keep in my, in my head, the joke is that he played The Curve. Like, I don't know what... I don't remember no, what The Curve No, he plays... He plays a basketball. So it's like, remember that movie? Because they're like baseball scouts. You know, he's like a baseball scout. He like goes to like high schools and minor league baseball people to like find. And Justin Timberlake is one of those players. I think he's another scout. I think he's just like, he's a new scout. He's doing it the new way. And Clint Eastwood's doing it the old way. And then Amy Adams is Clint Eastwood's daughter. And she's like, pop, like whatever. I don't remember. I mean, I've literally seen it three times. I couldn't tell you what happens. But I think he's like the last discovery at the end of Trouble with the Curve. Three times? Because I saw it in theaters. Then I watched it again. I don't remember why. And then my parents wanted to watch it. And I was like, I'll watch it again. Whatever. And then you went on a first date with this guy and he was like, we have to watch. <laughs> and I was like, get me out of here. Um, no, you're but, like, funnily enough, this is the fourth time I'm seeing this film. I oh, love you I love Trouble it. with the Curve. It's cute. The, um, when, as soon as he comes across the person who says that to him, he'll marry them. He's like the last person they discover at the end. I think he's like a high school student. And it's like, wow, what an arm on this guy. I think it's one of those things. It's like, wow, we okay. found our next star sure. player or something. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year something. Sure. Rookie of the year. Oh, Kidoki. Let's do the next one. Hi, Her Weekly. Uh, long time, long time. Barbara Streisand famously recorded a Christmas album. So I feel like this is just Leah Michelle working further towards her goal of being the poor man's modern day babs. Um, anyway. Good form, bell form, crunch, crunch. Women don't belong in balloons. Bye-bye. Okay, interesting argument. I see your argument. I see mm-hmm. your argument. And mm-hmm. I say, Barbara Streisand never starred in an ABC made-for-TV movie about Christmas. But would she have, were she existing today? Perhaps, yes. Perhaps, yes. yes but she would have... Written it and directed Barbara it as well. wrote and directed Yentl. So mm-hmm. therefore, until Leah Michelle r- writes and directs Yentl level <laughs> film, I'm not <laughs> like a movie that is Jewier than Yentl. I, you know, I've never I, seen Yentl and it just got added to the Criterion. Yentl is thing. good. Is it? It just got, I, I noticed it was on, because I, I do very, Criterion channel and it got, it was on the top. It was like newly added. And I was like, oh, I've never seen Yentl. I should watch Yentl. It's very weird. Oh my God. It's so weird. But it's not bad. Like, it's not bad. I don't okay. know. I'm, I've am i watched, like, a lot of Barbara's movies in the past few years. Not even, like, when I was younger, but recently. And she has some, mm-hmm. like, good stuff. You know? The Way uh, We Were. What was that movie that she was? The that Way We Were, great. yeah. Yeah, The Way We Were. I've seen sweet. that. I'm trying to think of all the Barbara Streisand Funny movies Girl I've seen. Funny Girl is I haven't so seen many good. 
Have I you seen, seen Funny, Funny Girl? girl. Funny Girl is great. The sequel to Funny Girl is not great. Are you shocked? Yentl is weird, but good. Um, I've Star seen, is Born is insane. <laughs> seen Star is Born. That's insane. You know what I haven't seen? The Prince of Tides. What? Weird. I haven't seen The Mirror Has Two Faces. Good. <laughs> she That was like her comeback movie almost. Yeah. Like That was like people are like, oh, Barbara. Oh, Barbara. Yeah. I remember my mom rented The Mirror Has Two Faces when it came out like on tape. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, can I watch this? And she goes, and vivid memory. She goes, no, this is this is a mom movie. I think I remember. And I couldn't watch Mirror Has Two Faces. And so I always think of it as a mom movie for some reason, just because of that. This is a mom I mean, movie. Truly, you are the age of mom movie, so it's produced, like, don't produced worry about and it. directed by Barbara Streisand. She, my yeah, mom she did a is lot obsessed of her... with the way we were. That's like one of her favorite movies. Okay, it's really sweet. The whole she's yeah, got some that. good stuff. I recommend. Maybe I think maybe Yentl is the way for you to go first, and then okay. go to Funny Girl. Do you know what Barbara Streisand's Christmas album is called? Um, like Mazel Tov. It's Christmas, or no, like it's some kind of a wink. Christmas album. Um, oh. <laughs> and did you know the cover art is her as the nativity star? She has just embodied the spirit of Christ. I love this woman. <laughs> like, look at her. Look at her. She's straight up like, sorry, I'm Jesus. <laughs> like, well, you know, Jesus was a Jew. So uh, yeah, I know it's perfect. That's the kind of thing that you would say. It's perfect. No, it's good. I'm, Father, and, the son, the Holy Ghost. Barbara Streisand. It is, honestly would be cruel of Barbara to to not make Christmas music because she would, it's like, it would be cruel for her not to give her mm-hmm. voice to these, these like traditional songs, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be selfish of her, even though she's not Christian. <laughs> you know what would be the ultimate Christmas experience? What? Doing your Christmas shopping in her mall. <laughs> like in her little doll, little like doll store in the basement or whatever. She has a mall in the basement of her house. Yeah, she's got a mall. Okay. I don't Barbara think you can buy stuff. I think it's just like set up like a mall. Do they yeah. restock it? I don't know. She's like a lunatic, a probably. You think there's like a Circuit City down She's there? She's a crazy like the last person. You know, t- if the answer is like, does this weird thing happen in the mall? The answer is yes. There's probably a coffee bean and tea leaf down there. She's got a working orange Julius. Wait, question. A question. Oh my God, oh my God, that's a great question. If you had a mall in your basement, <gasps> what would be in the mall? Okay, okay. Great American <laughs> Cookie Company. No! <laughs> yeah. A Great American Cookie Company. Okay. Um, I mean, I would want fast food. Yeah. And I would, it would have to be like specific mall fast food. Like, yeah, if I want, like my favorite fast food would be Taco Bell, but I wouldn't want to, like, that's like not really Wetzel's mall. pretzels would you put in there? I think Auntie Anne's maybe. And um, like a Sabaro, I think. I would put like, um, like a, like one of those fancy, like a oh, fancy coffee place, but not Starbucks, like a coffee bean and tea leaf or like yeah, yeah, when I was yeah, younger yeah. in our mall, we had a place where you could get this like frap that had like mint chocolate in it. Like one of those places, mm-hmm. like too fancy. Would you, what about like a Claire's? Would you want like a Claire's or something? No, sort of you know like... what I would want, but I would, the thing about the mall was it would have to be perpetually 1998 in the mall. So I would want a sharper image um, in there as what well. What do you think? And a what do you think Barbara's mall is like? I want a Brookstone so I could like sit in the massage chair and they're like, "Sir, you're gonna have to." And I'm like, "This is my mall. Like, shut up. Don't kick me out of the Brookstone." Oh my god, the Brookstone would be incredible in there. I but would, it would want... only have it would only have electronics. Oh my god, I want a Spencer's. I'd want a Spencer's. A sex with like a sexy like, with the with sexy, sexy area where they're it. like, "You have to be 18," and I'm like, "Oops," and then I sneak in and I'm 16. And they're like, "Get out of there." Okay, this like fantasy went and I want. <laughs> Ooh, oh, a Suncoast. Did you have Suncoast in the Northeast? No, what is that? Suncoast is like um, Sam Goody. It was like a, it was like your oh. one-stop shop for you like want a movies CD and store? CDs and records and then memorabilia. 
I would love a Suncoast I would love a Borders store. in there, like a Borders or a Barnes and Noble in my yeah, mall. Big, borders, a big Borders. I always preferred Borders. A big Borders. <laughs> a big, big, big Borders would be the anchor tenant of my mall. Okay, okay. Be yeah, obviously floors. there'd be obviously there'd be a Duncan Baskin Robbins combo oh. in my mall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about a Duncan. A yes. Duncan Baskin Robbins combo in my mall. You know, I would probably want a Claire's. Would or you some, want a sh- or, clothing store? Or would it matter? I wouldn't. I don't want. Yeah, a maybe store. like a um ooh like um either an Ann Taylor loft or like a, <laughs> that's because everything's always on sale and an Eileen Fisher. So we have like kind of a nice range. But then also for like nostalgia reasons, I would want like a um like a limited two. Mm-hmm. Like I can't fit into any of the clothing anymore, but I like just want it there. It feels mm-hmm. good. You know, this is the iconic facade of, of like every Suncoast. Let me see. Is that what you're texting me? Yeah. God, the last ones were in, I guess maybe they were just Texas. Oh, those are, this is nice. That's really cool. I love Suncoast. Oh, and you know what we would have in our, like, I would have like a movie theater in my mall. Like it'd be like one of those like shitty mall movie theaters. I'd have like, you know, one of those, I'd have one of those bars where they yell at you, you know, like a mean bar Mm -hmm. that only is in a mall. Dicks, like like dicks. Like dicks. (laughs) Or like a Hooters, Ooh, like a wing, a wing joint, not a Hooters, but like a wing joint in my mall. This is a terrible mall. <laughs> no, I love, I love this. I'm thinking about other things I want in my mall. Did I ever tell you about, did I ever tell you about my friend, when my friend Maria got her entire Sephora order stolen at an Auntie Anne's? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did she put it? Oh my God. So I was at the mall, shout out Barton <laughs> Creek Mall in Austin and I was in college and we were like going out. And we were, like, going to 6th Street or something. And Maria was like, I need new makeup, like, from Sephora. And so I went with her to the mall because, like, we still went. To, it was, like, still sort of the last gasp of malls. This is probably 2007, 2008. Last gasp. And we go, we're, like, malls are, like, still a thing. But they're, yeah, like, yeah, getting, yeah, con- yeah, they're, yeah. like, you know. I and ended so we- my relationship with malls early because I moved to New York. So it was, oh, like, okay. I went to malls in high, in high school. And then in college, oh. I never went to malls. Love going to the mall in college. Love yeah. it. Yeah. And no, so I know. Drive- I kind of wish that we did get to go to the mall. Yeah. So we drive to the mall and then I like I did my own thing like Maria goes into Sephora. We meet up and she like bottled this stuff and she was like I like spent too much like like a little bag of Sephora can end up being expensive. Don't I know. So we're about to leave and then we passed the Auntie Anne's and we were like can't pass an Auntie Anne's without stopping like that. We always joke. So we stop at the Auntie Anne's. We order the Auntie Anne's and there's this um, there's no one in this mall. Okay. So we <laughs> Maria puts her Sephora bag on the counter and then pays for the food. She gets her pretzel. We leave with our pretzels. And then we get out the door and she realizes she left her Sephora bag at the Auntie Anne's. But she <laughs> took her pretzel. And so we go, we go back to the Auntie Anne's. And Maria's like, hi, I just left my... I mean, it was 45 seconds, maybe a minute. And we go back and she's like, hi, I, le- I just left my Sephora bag. And the cashier it's was gone. like, I didn't see it. And Maria's like, I literally... I No one else is in here. There hasn't been anyone come the since we left. The cashier took it? And the cashier was like, no, like... I didn't see it. The woman took her Sephora bag. Oh, absolutely. This is like when your friend left her MacBook Air in a, in a toilet. In a Starbucks toilet. That um, is insane. Her brand new MacBook in a Starbucks toilet. Her brand new toilet. MacBook left in the Starbucks toilet. I left my MacBook on an Amtrak this weekend. Like, truly one of my dumbest moves is just leaving the, the computer right on the Amtrak that went all the way to Boston. I got off, you know, <laughs> before Boston. Did and, it end um, up in Canada? No, it ended up in Boston, like at South Station, because I got oh, off at like Route 128, right, right, like right, 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 right before. Right. But yeah, so it ends up in Boston. And I don't realize until like, you know, a few hours later and I call and luckily I got it back. And I think the reason why I got it back was because for a few reasons, I think uh, it's a give. it's a giving time. People were mm-hmm. more likely to yeah, give. That's what I think the big thing is you lost it on. Thanksgiving. But I also 
but I also think it was, you know, this is my computer that has all my stuff on it. It was locked. You couldn't have gotten into it unless you were me. Would have been mm -hmm. hard to like sell it, whatever. But also I had, you know, I told you I had the meme on my desktop that said the fact that I'm a dumb bitch is well known and well noted. So I think people <laughs> open if, if you open my computer and you saw the fact that I'm a dumb bitch is well known and well noted. I think they would have been like, like, I'm going to give this person a pass. <laughs> I feel bad for this dumb bitch. <laughs> I feel really bad for this dumb bitch. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, it was back. incredible. Like Amtrak forever, like Amtrak forever, Amtrak yeah. forever, Amtrak. Also, I like Amtrak you. is just like, a more, even though Amtrak is like a mess in its own way, like it's no, a little I'm more like, formal. Like, You've got like yeah. conductors going back and forth. Like if yes. this had been a Metro North, like it would have been like, bye bye. <laughs> You're never seeing no. the computer again. But it like, was incredible. Like the whole process was incredible. I, I I marked it lost. I marked it stolen. I told them about it the next day. They had it to me. It was great. honestly amazing. It's like you pay more for Amtrak, but you get like this type of. Don't leave your computer on a train, but if you did, you know, you're more likely to find it. You're having a dinner party. It's last mm -hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making, this this happens to Bobby all the time, the specialty cocktail that Josh is making, we're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it, it can't be, there's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store, but we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash, because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hey, Who Weekly. Uh, with Thanksgiving coming up, I was just thinking and wondering about who might be performing in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. Um, looked up the lineup and noticed a lot of names I haven't heard about recently, such as the Black Eyed Peas, Natasha Benningfield, and TLC will all be performing. Uh, I was just wondering if it is a hooey thing to perform at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and who might be the who's and them's of the performers and or balloons? Uh, crunch, crunch. Love you guys. Women do belong in Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade balloons. Okay, I have. Women do belong in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Well, they might not belong because the balloons are going to be grounded this year because of the because of the wind. I think mm -hmm. they're predicting. But here's why I think being in this parade is hooey. One, most people watch it with the sound on mute. Let's be real. Have you mm -hmm. ever not, have you ever like you put it on the background family, while your family's getting the yes, dinner ready muted literally muted like <laughs> so anyone who's performing you know you're not really going to hear their talents yeah. and the other thing is they almost 100% lip sync this because they have to oh so, you have to because of the wind and because it's yes. so cold it's like you can't sing yes. on those things like remember when Rita <laughs> lip synced no I was there <laughs> yeah. I was there I was there. I cannot believe that you went to the Macy's Thanksgiving. I had to go. I think that's really bad. That's I like know. out of all the New York things that you can do, it's like SNL, you know, top of the Empire State Building. You did the worst one. I know it was Whatever. the worst. 
Um, when I was the second, the first time I did it, I was like, I'm never doing the, doing this again in my entire life. And then I had to do it. So whoops. <laughs> the best part is, let me read you. This is like, I found the list of performers. I mean, this is, has there ever been like a worse dinner party than the names I'm about to read to you? Ready? <laughs> Natasha Bedingfield, mm-hmm. the Black Eyed Peas. This is also in alphabetical order, which is iconic. Chicago, Sierra. <laughs> Josh De La Cruz, Celine Dion, Jimmy Fallon and the Roots, Debbie Gibson, former NASA astronauts Kay Hire and Janet Cavandi, Chris Jansen, Idina Menzel, Leah Michelle, Miss America 2019 Nia Franklin, NH- NHL legends Dominic Moore and Eddie Olsick. Olsick. The cast of The Muppets of Sesame Street, NCT 127, Ozuna, Billy Porter, Kelly Rowland, That Girl Laidle, TLC, Tennille Towns, and Chris Young. And of course, the whoiest of them all, Santa Claus. <laughs> so I separated these into thems and whos. These are the you thems did? that I did. If you scroll oh, down. Oh, you did. Oh, my God. Oh, so you my did. thems, Black Eyed Peas, Chicago, Celine Dion, Jimmy Fallon on the Roots, the cast and yeah. Muppets of Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, Billy yes, Porter, yes. who we recently graduated. Kelly Rowland yeah. gave her a break. TLC. Ozuna, Ozuna, whom I've never heard of, but then I looked him up and he's like no, a huge he's draw. Huge. Uh, uh Santa Claus. <laughs> the Who's. <laughs> the Who's. Now let's art. Now let's debate over these because I feel like a lot of these are people on the line. Natasha Bedingfield. I would almost who. hundred percent. Hundred percent. You think? Okay, good. Hundred percent. I feel like I'd be willing to listen to an argument, but I also don't really care. No, at you this point. you shouldn't be willing. It's no. It's Sierra, the I think it's well established that her behavior will keep her firmly in who territory until the day she dies. Ugh, probably. I know, and it's so true because she maybe could have that name recognition, but she just hosted the. Did you see her hosting the AMAs? That was a mess. I was like, this is insane. It was no, a mess. A huge I completely mess. forgot she hosted them, and I didn't she watch one second AMAs. of the AMAs. It was not wild. one second of the AMAs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, brag. Okay. Fine. Not I one did. second of the. Okay, I watched it. Fine. Okay, fine. Okay. Josh De La Cruz, child. He's the new Blues Clues kid. Oh, Um, who cares? But he's a child. Debbie Gibson, I feel like Debbie Mm. Gibson would come to the opening of a what? What's the joke? An envelope. That's the joke? She'd come to the opening of your Malls Wetzel's Pretzels, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) God, uh, Great American Cookie Company. Now I just want one of those cakes. But I feel like 80s kids might be like, Debbie Gibson, bah! But it's like, come on. Like, we gotta, one-hit wonders, we gotta, like, start leaning them out of the who category, the them category. Just because she had that one song doesn't mean she's a, a them forever. No, she well, behaves- her name is kind of connected to, like, 80s pop music, but not, like, George Michael or anything. Okay, let's keep going. I feel like she's too accessible to be, like, there's no mystery there. There's no mystique with Debbie Gibson. Sure, almost. sure. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um... Former NASA astronauts Kay Hire and Janet Cavandi. No offense, ladies, but you're who's. Um, <laughs> Chris Jansen is a country guy. I feel like maybe he's a what country about them. Tenille, what about Tennille Towns? I'm, we're not there yet. Adina okay. Menzel, here's my question. I think she's a who, right? I kind of think she's them. She's Adele Dazim. She's famously Adele Dazim. No, but I think, but I think that has helped her. I think a lot of things have helped her. I think she's themy. I think she's, I think she's a them. Okay. I'm gonna argue them. Okay, let's make her a them. Let's make her a them. Okay, okay. Move her up. Leah Michelle, though, keeping her right down here. Um, <laughs> she's gonna sing like, I hope she's in a snow globe. I hope she's in one of those snow globes. You think she'll be in a snow globe? She's gonna sing Christmas in New York, and it's gonna be no, like no, one but... of those. It's gonna be like a taxi, like, and she's gonna be on top of a taxi cab. But I feel like they're gonna reuse some of their. The things that they rented for the horrible Christmas in New York video, one of those snow globes. I think they're like, we already own the snow globe. I honestly, I got to say, I cannot wait to see what she does. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever said, but I cannot wait to see Yikes. what she does. Oh, God, that song is so bad. She she called it 
the best song she's ever written. It's Some not. Hooligan what do you tweeted mean? at us the interview where she's like, it's the best song I've ever written. Christmas in New York. The worst song of all time. Okay. Miss America 2019, Nia Franklin. Sorry, if you're a Miss America, you're a who, unless you are like fucking Vanessa Williams. Sorry. That's it. But she is iconic because this 2019 is the first year all three major American pageants were won by African-American women per Wikipedia. Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America. Wow. That's cool. Also quoting this, during her freshman year at East Carolina University, Franklin's father was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Years later, her father relapsed twice, required a stem cell transplant. Guess who helped him? Fucking Nia Franklin was found to be matched, donated her stem cells. Her father's in remission. Oh my, she saved she's a life. A good okay. person. Icon who? Oh, wow. NHL legends Dominic Moore and Eddie Olzik. I was trying to find something interesting about these two hockey players, and then I was like, there's nothing interesting. If they're calling them NHL legends, like in their title, I'm not buying no. that. I'm sorry. NCT 127, the K pop boy band group. Um, NCT stands for Neo Culture Technology. Love that. These are, this is a pretty big K pop band, though. Like, they're pretty big. No, they're big. I think it's so okay. Cool. That girl, Lele, who, who I'd that? never heard of. Who is that girl? Obsessed Lele? with that girl, Lele. <laughs> That girl Lele is a a child rapper on you like she's a child YouTube rapper. Yeah, she's signed to a record label called record label called Empire. Yeah. So Empire is a record label they've um, represented. It looks like Robin Thicke. Uh, I'm looking for Snoop Dogg, Slim Thug. I'm looking for like famous names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Unclear. Anderson Pock. Unclear whether or not they still represent these people, but they have represented these people in the past. So it's sort of a big deal. She's their youngest person. So I was like, I need to hear yeah. a That Girl Lele song. Yeah. Click that. Okay, wait. What? This is amazing. The first lyric of her most recent smash is, I like ketchup on my fries. <laughs> is that Terrio? That's Lotario! It's Lotario, yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, I gotta say, I'm so happy that Terrio is, like, staying busy. I was worried about him. She also has, she has a lot of songs and they all get a lot of listens. It's just, like, it's it's kids bop rap, but it's original, so it's good. Next up, oh, she also has a lip gloss empire, growing lip gloss empire, and the lip gloss looks like little microphones. That's the shtick. No, I love her. Okie dokie, yeah, but like But that's the kids. thing, it's like, it's like... Lil Lele, that girl Lele, sorry, that girl Lele is like peak Thanksgiving Day Parade content. Like this is the Mm -hmm. type of perfect, and I think Leah Michelle is perfect Thanksgiving Day Parade content too. I'm not trying to even be like, like I think it's the list of things that they have here. I say some of these lean more into perfect and some don't, but that girl Lele, Leah Michelle, I would say Debbie Gibson is honestly perfect. Black Eyed Peas, Black Eyed Peas, Celine Dion is perfect. Sesame Street Muppets, perfect. Billy Porter, perfect. You know, Santa Claus, pretty good. (laughs) Okay, keep going. The astronauts, what are they doing there? They're just not in space. Debbie Gibson, go home. (laughs) A few more left. Tennille Towns. She's trying to go by Tennille, and it's like, no, unless you cannot be a, a mononymous Tennille unless you are with the captain. She's so like sorry, Tennille, you are Tennille Town. Capital N, but not really of them, even in even in country music, right? Yeah. Uh, Chris Who Young, another country oh, no. person. Is he um, them? I see. It's really hard for me to tell whenever it's like a niche music music yeah, genre. Yeah. I, and they, I feel like maybe, but um, he won Nashville Star like over ten years ago, but yeah. his. His personal life is just like particularly bleak to me because it's just two sort of freak injuries. One of them is he had to cancel a festival appearance because he cut his hand with a kitchen knife and his tendons were disconnected. Okay. 
And another one, he got septic shock syndrome from a little cut on his leg that got infected. And All he right. had to miss another thing. This guy has And I was bad like, God, work. it's so bleak whenever you're... Imagine my personal life would be like, a lamp fell on his foot once and he had to get <laughs> stitches. Uh, he also cracked his tooth open in March of 2019. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, he was in a minor car accident in 2009. Was, if somebody was... That inter- forced him to reevaluate his entire life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But if somebody was like interviewing you about your life and like important moments, you would say those three things and they would write them. And then that would be like what was in your Wikipedia. Yeah. Anyway. Let's be okay, real. Um, what is this? Okay. I think we're done with Macy's Thanksgiving Day. I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm not going to watch any second of this. I actually already have tickets to see Knives Out on Thanksgiving morning. Isn't that Well, fun? must be nice to be you. Some of us are with our families and we will, it will be on mute in the background. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm seeing at the Reptiles at 9.30. That's Isn't that amazing. A.M.? Yeah. Good no. ha- they have like coffee there and stuff. Mm, incredible. Maybe. No, I love that for you. Please tell me who Lauren Daigle is. I don't, I don't know her and I'm seeing her everywhere and I just, I don't understand. Please help. Christian Singer. That's it. So I've She's seen her, singer. I've seen her everywhere too. And I honestly just assumed she was a Where is everywhere? Person. Cause I've never seen her. Well, just like her name pops up, but she's nominated for a lot of awards. And you're always like, oh, who was that? I have no idea. Like she's in a list of performers or she's a list of whatever. And I always just thought she was a country singer because that's always what I assume the person does when I'm not quite sure who they are, you know? And it's a name like Mm -hmm. Lauren Daigle, you know, that looks like Jesse James Decker to me. Like that is that could be it. That could be any one of those names. I like that her aesthetic is like Christian Steven Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's. She's a Christian singer. Look at her. She's singer, literally, she's she, Christian her, Steven Tyler. But her style is like a little bit like bohemian and like a little different. She's a little different. Mm-hmm. She's no, uh, she's no. Well, you um, have to set yourself apart. What's her, what's that Christian singer, that child Christian singer who's British and everyone loved. And then she had Charlotte own, Church. Yeah. She's no Charlotte Church, you know. Christianity's hot now. Or like being religious <laughs> is hot now for the young group. Little young crew. I mean, Bieber, you've got Selena your, Gomez, these right. openly Christian yeah. pop stars. Kanye West. Sure. Christianity West is, is literally quote, unquote, making, cool, I guess. Well, I mean, he's literally making Christian music now. He's literally making yeah. a Christian opera now. But um, did you see that Brad Pitt and Alia Shaka were, at the, was, were spotted at his opera together? Like Kanye West's opera that he did? God, everyone, like, every single person involved in that sentence needs to stop. Just friends. They're just friends. Okay. Um, doesn't matter if they're just friends. She won so Grammys. She's, just... she's won the Grammys uh, 2019 She uh, Grammy Awards. Isn't that this year? Last year, then. Mm-hmm. This year, earlier this year, she won Grammys for Best Contemporary Christian Music Album and uh, Best Contemporary Christian Music Performance Slash Song. Uh, that's cool. She's number one on the Billboard charts, the Christian Airplay starts, but still number one. Sure. Um, someone's got to be number Somebody's got to be number one on the iTunes uh, Entertainment News charts, and it's us. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So, you know, sometimes you just get to number one on the charts. It's a little bit of a niche chart. My favorite thing about her, I texted you earlier. So Lindsay was putting in some research and it was like, she was on American Idol, but she didn't win. So it was like, she's had a a series of like near big breaks, which is, you know, sort of tale as old as time for a The second break is hilarious, though. The second near break. The second near break involves Miley Cyrus and Tish Cyrus, and it says, Before her family left L.A., 
Lauren and her Lindsay called this another fail. Before her family left LA, Lauren and her mom stopped at a nail salon and sat next to Miley Cyrus. After hearing Lauren's speaking voice, Miley was interested in hearing her singing voice. She introduced Lauren to her manager, Tish Cyrus, Miley's mom, who asked Lauren to meet her in Florida and bring a demo. And you're like, oh my God, it's her big break. Or and then she's it says, from but Louisiana. it didn't work out. So she moved to Baton Rouge. Yeah. Wait, can you <laughs> this play is actually how she got a, break. a clip of her speaking voice yeah, put here? It, I'll put a speaking voice here. I've learned that rest is one of the most valuable commodities in this industry, but also just as a whole, like for humanity. Rest is so important. Okay, and also her singing voice. Can you play that? Singing voice is here. So if you want to know how she actually got a break, that's why Lindsay was like, is this boring? And I was like, it's boring until you find out how she actually got her big break. Okay. What did I quote this from? Oh, I think I quoted this from her website about page, which has since been scrubbed and I had to get it on about on archive.org. Okay. <laughs> she led. Wait, what? She why? deleted her old website. She deleted her old website. So what's so her website her current... now? It's, I don't know, but it doesn't have this paragraph on okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, she led worship at her church, became an American Idol contender, and sang on an EP a local band was recording. It was that gig that led to an invitation from Centricity Music to attend a retreat in Washington State. Okay. When the lead singer of the band had an emergency appendectomy, Daigle stepped in and immediately impressed label execs. That encouraged her to come to Nashville. Wow. Nashville. The only reason she got a record deal and became a big contemporary Christian star is because someone got appendicitis. Does that scare you a little? No. Oh, okay. Appendicitis is the new nepotism, honestly. <laughs> Next time somebody I, I feel has not got has not deserved where they got to, I'll be like, who got appendicitis and made you famous? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, oh okay, 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 okay. Okay, that's good. We can move on to, uh, oh, God, there's a, oh, the Charlie Wolf. Okay, Charlie Wolf call. Hi, guys. So I just had to leave work to call you um, because I was having a who emergency, which is I just found out that Carly and Evan from The Bachelor have also named their child, who was born, like, last week, Charlie Wolf, just like Zoe Deschanel and Lauren Conrad. Um, what's happening, why is this happening to me and to all of us, um, thanks for being great. Bye. I love when people leave their work to call us. It's like, are I you hope you're not a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I was giving someone an emergency appendectomy and then I realized this reminds me of something. So I left the patient on the table. <laughs> Can you imagine okay. getting surgery this and call. turning on the I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I'm losing my mind at this slug. I think we're, we don't talk about slugs enough, but like some of the best comedy on the internet is the slug. For the non journalists out there, a slug is like the tail end of a URL. Like if you're going to like cnn.com slash world news slash like Trump hyphen dog hyphen gender hyphen question. Okay. Like that's the slug. And the slug on, um, speaking of, we're not going to talk about that dog. 
we're this slug is goodmorningamerica.com slash culture slash story slash <laughs> stars hyphen naming hyphen sons hyphen charlie hyphen wolf <laughs> but did you read the actual headline of the piece because it's just as good it is why stars are naming their son charlie wolf <laughs> Okay, so the best part Do they have an is, answer? Yes, because they interviewed the CEO of Nameberry, like a naming. <laughs> what is Nameberry? <laughs> the CEO of Nameberry says, Charles is, of course, a classic, a kingly name, but Charlie has become particularly interesting because it's used nearly equally these days for boys and girls. Blah, 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 blah. And then she says, Wolf, as in the animal, I think the form that Deschanel and Conrad both use, she continued, animal names in general are gaining fast and pop. She just says that, like, the two different names are popular, so it it makes sense that they would be together. Basically, it's a nonsense. It's the most nonsense trend piece you'll ever read in your whole life. Charles makes sense as a trend where it's like, okay, parents are becoming more conscious about like the concept of gender and like they want to be like gender neutral when it comes to names. Although like technically any name is gender neutral, like a bitch, get over it. But <laughs> if you scro- but then it says wolf, then it's like, so these are parents. Her explanation is basically tucking it at both sides of her mouth. So it's like, yes, it's these not are parents that want to be gender neutral. But then it's like, but then they also want to throw in a wolf to like symbolize there's masculinity. There's no explanation. It's like, okay, what? There's no explanation. What's funny is that there's a trend article about it after three different this famous, pseudo-famous women named their kid Charlie Wolf. But who was first? Zoe Deschanel was first. Well, how dare you call Zoe Deschanel a pseudo-famous woman? <laughs> Who else? So it's Zoe it Deschanel goes, wait, did it first, oh my right? God, I Zoe just Deschanel realized. named her baby with her <gasps> wait, ex-husband, wait, Charlie Wait, 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 wait. I just realized it goes from most famous to least famous in terms of order of naming. Oh, so it's 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 trickle-down namonomics. It's trickle-down namonomics. It's trickle-down namonomics. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone from new girl to a ba- uh, hill star slash Slash reality star, yeah. Then to uh, like reality star contestants that met on The Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. Coming soon to your family, let me tell you. Pretty soon your cousin's daughter is going to name their kid Charlie Wolf. There isn't much that's there isn't much less famous than two people who met on Bachelor in Paradise, so it's going to go to the normals now. <laughs> Zoe, Lauren Conrad, yeah. and then Evan and Carly. This Absolutely is coming crazy. soon to a Forever 21. Yeah. The best part about this maybe too is that somebody, God, so rudely asked um, Zoe about Lauren doing the, the name and she said, I don't think she knew it. Uh, told uh, Deschanel told Us Weekly on Wednesday, October 16th, we have a good mutual friend. And she was like, did you know that Lauren Conrad dot dot dot? And I said, no, that's so funny. She's like, I don't think she knew it. I know exactly who the mutual friend is. It's that producer from The Hills that is friends with Zoe and is friends with um, Lauren Conrad from Laguna Beach. It's that girl, uh, Sophia, who started Hello Giggles. Sophia Rossi. Yes. Let me tell you something. That mutual friend loves the drama yeah she loves the, <laughs> loves the drama she loves the drama so she would say you know like she would but then the doing that little like the little gif that they did on the hello google yeah. site where it's like yeah they're like yeah did hello giggle shut down no it was bought by time magazine for 20 million dollars and then like yeah but did it shut time. down after that i don't think it shut down i think it just they get traffic off what of happens it. if you go to giggle hello giggles.com i think it's a it's like a it's a thing within Time Magazine. Oh, it looks it, like literally every other website. Um, okay. What's also great is that it says the New Girl alum who recently partnered with Crocs then noted that Charlie <laughs> Wolf is, quote, a really specific name. <laughs> God. Okay, moving on. That's funny. 
It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh. Oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm -hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Lindsay and Bobby, I'm thinking that maybe you need a Star Wars correspondent. You probably don't. That's probably the last thing you want. But I think it's important because uh, entered them some as quickly as Baby Yoda. Because I don't think it's like you can't deny that Baby Yoda is not a them. Like you see it everywhere, even if you don't want to see Star Wars, you know? So uh, let me you know. Call me back if you think that you want to talk more Star Wars. Uh, Baby Yoda, who are them? I think them. I think baby. I think the caller is spot on. I think we rarely see someone ascend to them status this quickly. And I think the only reason it's not a flash in the pan is because it's Star Wars adjacent. Because it has this big property attached to it. Like, Baby Yoda isn't just going to go away. Like, Kombucha Girl is one thing. Like, everyone's joking. Like, when it's a meme, it's one thing. But this is specifically, like, a new character in the mm. Star Wars canon that no, mm. that everyone is loving. I think She's an here... icon. She's a legend. She is the moment. No, I think here's the argument. Let's see. Here's the con. Baby Yoda is a who. Adult Yoda. Elderly Yoda is a them. Yoda, the character, is a them. Baby Yoda is a who. Mm -mm. This mm -mm. spin-off character, uh, mm -mm. you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Baby Yoda. Mandalorian is not only only available on mm -mm. streaming, it's it's pay-gated. The general population is not have does not have access to Baby Yoda. The general population has Twitter and Facebook and they're seeing Baby Yoda everywhere. Yes, but they don't know who Baby Yoda, they don't know the context they know of it. They're like, Yoda. oh, is that Baby Yoda? But they know Yoda, not Baby Yoda. Now they know Baby Yoda. So if you're counting Baby Yoda as Yoda itself, then sure. But separately, I will say no. I mean, Man. we don't know anything about Baby Yoda. We don't know Baby Yoda's name. We don't know Baby Yoda's gender. We don't when know Baby Yoda's ba parents. We don't know anything when, about Baby Yoda. When will Baby Yoda say... We just know that Baby Yoda exists. His seven words <laughs> in The Mandalorian, just like Anna Paquin spoke in The Irishman. What are the words again? Hey, Josh, Here, let me, what is let it? Me play that. Let me play Baby Yoda's, ba when will <laughs> Baby Yoda's first words are going to be... Why? Why? Why haven't you called Joe? Uh, what would it be? Why call Joe you haven't? 
Why? Why? Why call Joe you haven't? But do it as a baby. Why? Why? Why call Joe you haven't? Thank you. That's going to be Baby Yoda's first lines. That's Apparently incredible. Baby Yoda's old. Josh was trying to get me like, Josh is in the other room. He's going to like come in here if I start talking. But He's he was old? like, Baby Yoda's actually 50. Baby Yoda's 50 years old because the Yoda's age really slowly. No, 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 no. That Baby so Yoda, Yoda was in a baby <laughs> carriage. No, but he specifically, he's literally like 50. So he's has 50 he spoken? years old. They say it in the first episode, it's like, the, the target is 50 years old, and you don't expect it to be a baby, but it's a baby because Yoda's age slowly. I get it. No, I understand the, the thing. I'm not going to watch it, but I understand the thing. So, but, but but it's still baby Yoda to, like, the meme, like, the population outside of people who've watched The Mandalorian and paid yeah, attention. Yeah, it's all relative. It's baby He's baby Yoda. Yoda compared to old-ass Yoda. <laughs> but no one knows when a baby Yoda starts speaking. I'm guessing the season finale. <laughs> And then he'll say those those first words. Why? 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 <laughs> Call Joe you haven't. Whatever. Honestly, your two best impressions have been Al Pacino and Baby Yoda to this day. <laughs> Baby Yoda as Anna Paquin in The Irishman. 40,000 episodes yet later, we've finally achieved your perfect impression. <laughs> but I do think Baby Yoda... Baby Yoda is... It's hard to talk about it in a way that doesn't sound completely ridiculous, but it's like Baby Yoda is like one of the best things to happen to like culture in a long time. No, like, sorry, you sound ridiculous. Purest, happiest thing. This is ridiculous. I love it's Baby ridiculous. Yoda. It's ridiculous. Okay. So... And when you watch, you haven't watched The Mandalorian and like no. I couldn't give one half of one shit about what's going on in The Mandalorian, but I've watched every episode because every time Baby Yoda shows up on screen, it's like the cute, it's absolutely the cutest thing in the whole world. I mean, you're watching The Mandalorian. I'm watching Morning Show. Who's to say what one person is doing is better than the other? Both of us are keeping up with popular culture. Do not tell me Bradley Jackson is more of an icon than Baby Yoda. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you that. I really am not going to tell you I'm catching up with Bradley Jackson on the morning show. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm out here like my tugging my heart, like loving every second of Baby Yoda, like high-fiving the Mandalorian. Do you know what a Mandalorian is? Mandalorian is a who? Baby Yoda is a them. Who is Mandalorian? It's, he's, Mandalorian is a type of, it's like a b- bounty hunter person. Do you know what Mandalorian sounds like to me? It sounds like a girl who's getting bar mitzvah's name. A gr- it sounds like a girl who's getting bat mitzvah's name. A Mandalorian. Like, like, happy birthday, a Mandalorian. <laughs> They're like army people. They, but they most of the Mandalorians are are bounty hunters. Does that not you know sound Boba like Fett? A, Boba Fett's a character. Does that not sound like a you know Mandalorian to you? A Mandalorian, <laughs> like a Mandalorian Rosenbaum is like getting bat mitzvah today. Congratulations, the man. A Mandalorian Rosenbaum. <laughs> the Mandalorian. A Mandalorian Rosenfeld. <laughs> the the Mandalorian. Okay. Do you want to know something funny? No. Yes. Everyone, yes. everyone, listen. Yeah. Today is. Today is November 29th. There is a new episode of The Mandalorian that just premiered on Disney+. Plus. Do you know who directed it? Who? Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, no. Oh, Bryce Dallas no. Howard directed episode four of The Mandalorian, which premiered today on Disney+. Plus. Again, this is not an ad. We're not doing ads for Netflix or Disney+. Plus. But if I Disney+, Plus we wants to throw us some ad dollars from y- Baby Yoda, I will take them. Honestly, do you know what I, I, I just heard rustling through the trees? What I just heard? What Baby just, Yoda? Nepotism. Nepotism. <laughs> Nepotism. Okay, how do you know that Ron Howard didn't just have an app emergency appendectomy and then they were like, send Bryce? No, you're so right. It's 
That's what happened. Send Bryce. You're so right. That's what happened. Emergency apodectomy is the new nepotism. Well, my dad was scheduled to direct episode four of The Mandalorian, but appendicitis runs in the family. We've all got weird issues. I had to step in. I knew I had to do something. Okay. That's honestly, that's like incredible for her. Wow. Um, one step for Bryce Dallas Howard, giant leap for women actresses with three names. In I'm Hollywood. really worried. Are you going to make this? What? <laughs> oh, that works. You did okay there. <laughs> I don't know who Shay Mitchell is. And at this point, I'm afraid to ask. Oh, I'm really sorry. Um, good luck to you for finding out. Uh, one of these days you're going to figure it out. But I'm sorry, we're out of time. So thank you for listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show. Uh, hope you had a really great Thanksgiving. Hope you have a good just weekend. It's almost December. Rabbit, rabbit in two days. Three it's days? It's almost two December. Days. Rabbit, rabbit in two days. You can't Can rabbit, you rabbit in almost... two days. Thank you for listening. We will see you on Tuesday with another episode. Uh, travel safely if you're traveling. Women don't belong in balloons. Blo- don't women leave don't your belong in the Macy's Day Parade. On the train. Make sure you t- keep track of your la- uh, your laptop. Learn from me. Learn from Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Hey. 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 Um. Hi. Who weekly? So I was just going through the Refinery Twenty Nine Snapchat story, and I saw that Sarah Paulson is a lesbian. I said that really weird. She's a lesbian? Oh, my God. I had no idea. Like, I had no idea she was a queer icon. She's also married to someone named Holland. I already forgot her name. Holland something. And they have a 36-year age gap. Who is this Holland something? Is she relevant? Also, Sarah Paulson, who are them? Ugh, crunch, crunch. Wait, there are fish that eat plastic? Mm. Can you talk more about that? <laughs>